And welcome everybody to another episode of the Animaniacast. Fertile soil, cool water, a diverse biome, and a dominant species collectively unable to spell the word Mississippi. Human young are defenseless until the age of 12. Mommy, bring me another pizza bagel. And often, long after, they're sitting ducks. Don't believe me? Ask this typical human man. I look forward to laboring under your rule. Narf! I am the brain, and I am here to facilitate your hostile takeover of Earth using my superior intellect and knowledge of local customs. In exchange, allow me to rule in your stead after you've colonized it. Come, join me, and together we'll... Pinky, you recorded over my invitation to hostile intelligent life across the universe. Yes, with an invitation to boogie down. I want to dance as the hit of the summer. <sighs> and welcome, everybody, once again to the Animaniacast. This is the podcast that is dedicated to the animated television series Animaniacs, as well as other shows in the Rugerverse, such as Tiny Toon Adventures, Pinky the Brain, and Freakazoid. And here we explore the series episode by episode. We talk about all the culture references and gags that we can find. And of course, in the end, we give every episode a Water Tower rating. Today, we're talking about episode six of the Animaniacs reboot. I am Joey, and joining me once again are my co-hosts, my brother Nathan. I want to dance, dance, dance until my limbs fall off. Ooh. And across the country in Georgia, it's Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Well, we're at episode, I think this is 199. Wow. Oh. Episode 199 like, of our podcast. <laughs> no, 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 no. Nathan, I know we're looking, we're doing a, a Zoom video right now. Nathan literally did look very confused. What are you talking about? We're episode 199 of our podcast. We're about to hit our 200th episode. Uh, and we have something very exciting to do. We're going to be starting something off. I'd love to tell people more about it right now, but we're not going to. Because it could tune it, in next week. Tune in next week, and hopefully it's there. Yeah. Um, if, otherwise, if, uh, uh, sorry, we um, fooled you. <laughs> fooled you. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but today, uh, let, we'll talk about one. This is episode one eighty nine. So we're just doing the reboot stuff once again. We're doing episode six this time, and episode six features the cutening, close encounters of the worst kind. And equal time. And uh, Nathan and Kelly, if someone were to ask you about this episode, how would you describe it? Um, what would you tell them? Uh, Kelly, let's start with you this time. It's kawaii, and it has a Spielberg reference. Yes. And Nathan, what about you? Um, I would say it's it's a musical episode. Every segment has some sort of music in it. This is true. I get. I don't. I see. Here's the thing. Equal time has a musical thing in it. I guess it does well, for a, it for has a the moment. States and capitals. Yeah, it for for a, couple, for a moment, for half a second. So <laughs> I, I count it. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> well, <laughs> as we all know, this episode is part of the reboot, and so therefore it premiered on Friday, November twentieth of twenty twenty, the best year. Ever. We're just about to close out 2020. Oh, man. What a year 2020 has been. Go but down in infamy. Yes, it's it the will. Best year. <laughs> oh, boy. But I'm right. sure as soon as 2021 hits, everything will be perfectly fine once again. <laughs> but hopefully, at least much, much, much better. Because I know it's been a very tough year for everybody. But uh, let's talk about November 20th, uh, specifically. Let's get to our November 20th trivia. 
Oh boy. Nathan, once you we have never done the November twentieth trivia theme song. And Nathan, I know you wrote it. So yep. Nathan, why don't you hit us with the November twentieth trivia theme song? N O B E M B E R twenty. N O B E M B E R twenty. This is the November twentieth theme song. Yeah. <laughs> I've missed your songs. You haven't done this. Well, I never, I for, well, keep forgetting to ask Nathan for them. So that's totally my fault. And I keep reminding you, too. It's... I know. As soon as, he, as soon as we're done with every episode, Nathan's like, I, I had my song already. <laughs> and I was like, can we just like record it and put it in post? And he's like, nope, 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 nope. nope. Can't do it. So. Too much work. Um, <laughs> well, Nathan, what happened? On, give us a November 20th trivia. What's going on? All right. Okay. 1994, David Crosby, singer, got a liver transplant. 1995 I, what <laughs> I, I was gonna say i kind of re- i do remember that oh, okay. Crosby of getting a liver transplant i do remember that was news <laughs> um uh, a new beatles recording comes out in 95 free as a bird began Very airing on radio stations uh the song was debuted on abc tv the night before this was in beatles history um also 1997 kenny g receives a star on the hollywood walk of fame uh, can you tell what the common theme of my uh, my November 20th? Music. Uh, music. Because yeah. I said this is a musical episode. <laughs> oh, wow. It all worked. <laughs> if there's other music episodes later, I have more music. Okay, notes, good. But I'll save but, them, I guess. But yeah, Freeze a Bird, really like that song. In fact, I um, and Kenny G, I really can't say anything positive about the guy, so I'll just keep moving. <laughs> But uh, Freeze Bird, great song. And I just saw Peter Jackson is doing a documentary on the Beatles. And they had like a little promo they put up on Disney+. Plus, and it looks really cool. Oh, is that what that was? I saw the, the icon. But didn't yeah, I, I went and pressed play. And it was just like, it's. I guess it's coming to theaters. And it's a bunch of uh, footage of them, like never before seen footage of them, do you know, jamming and doing stuff. And it sounded really cool because they're playing some music. And so I'm excited about that. So yay Beatles. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about that. Um, Kenny G is the best jazz musician. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> Fight me. Fight. Fight. No. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, let's go ahead. And before we get into our uh, talk about the cutening, we got a, a new variable verse. And if I'm not mistaken, which I have not seen, I'm I'm really taking my time on this reboot, which uh, I think kind of speaks to my enthusiasm about it. But uh, the variable verse is different. And I believe all the variable verses, Nathan, you've seen all the episodes, right? All the variable verses are different, right? I would say that is correct. Okay, that is good to know. I, 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 I could be wrong. There could be one repeat. I would hope that they would do. There's theory, only 13. But I, mean, I gotta, think they're all different. I don't remember any. Yeah. There's no repeats of here's the show's namey. No, there's no classic <laughs> one like that. <laughs> Boy, that here's the show's namey. That one got said a lot of the original yeah. show. Yeah. I was like, I oh, wish God. they and Citizen Kaney were probably the two most. Citizen Kaney. I wanted to see what if you're if you listeners out there, Animaniacs, Trivia, Meisters, I'm gonna put down I'm gonna say that here's the show's namey was probably the one that was said the most. I think that that, that probably goes without saying. But what was the second? Does anybody have a list? It's Citizen Kaney. So I know Kelly's saying it's Citizen Kaney. I want to know. I want to. I want to. I want to know. I want to know for absolutely sure. So if you know, let us know. I thought we were keeping a spreadsheet or something. Nathan hey. has a spreadsheet, doesn't he? I have he? a spreadsheet. I didn't write down each of the things, but I bet there's one already online too. So I could probably That's find true. one by Just... the end of the episode if you. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, okay, listeners. If you're if you can write an email. Before the before, end of the if you can go back in time and let us know, I'll, that'd I'll be great. I'll try to find it first. We'll see if Nathan. <laughs> yeah, this is an impossible race. Is basically what you're telling us. Okay, well, let's. You don't go know ahead. if I'll find it, but okay. if I find, it. <laughs> <laughs> well, today's variable verse is part great Dany. Part great Dany. And uh, Wacko kind of looks like a. I don't know what's that. Who's that? Who's that cartoon Great Dane? Marmaduke. That's what he kind of looked like to me, which I guess make, would make sense because Marmaduke is a Great Dane. Um, I could not understand what he was saying other than Great Daney. I did not hear the part, so I'm glad that that's listed here in the notes. Um, 
And I'm, I, I didn't don't even hear Great Danny. I, I was like, why is my closed captioning not on? And I couldn't figure out how to turn it on. on the yeah, screen. I couldn't turn the closed captioning on either. I don't know what it was with my phone, but I could turn on the audio descriptions, but not the closed captioning for some reason. So I don't know what's going on, Hulu. Okay, Nathan, did you find it? Yeah, the second one is Pinky and the Brainy oh, with yeah. nine different episodes that say it. Well, um. That one's hard for me to figure out. These aren't in order. Oh, no. Um, looks like number three is probably how Urbaney or Citizen Caney were tied with uh, six or five, five each. So okay. This is fascinating. And yeah, uh, here's a show name. has a bunch, like 20. I don't know. Uh, yeah. That, never that they did that. What was that, Kelly? That one doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, that's, that's our available verse, variable verse, can't even talk today, variable verse discussion for today. Let's go ahead and move on to the cutening. And the cutening was written by Jess Latcher and Andrew Barbeau, and it was directed by Brett Varon. And Kelly, why don't you tell us what happens here in the cutening Okay. Well, Dot and the Warners, the, the, the Warner brothers, um, are hanging out in the water tower. And I don't know what's wrong with them. They're like moving about like zombies, um, wackos drinking cereal out of a straw because they don't have any spoons and they're almost out of milk and everything behind them looks grimy and dirty. I mean, it's like they're having this major depressive episode or something. I don't know. They're just yeah. Not, not themselves. I think we should mention that Wacko's not just drinking milk with a straw, but he's doing it out of his like belly button. I guess it's yeah. it's really I gross. I a cereal bowl, but yeah, I, yeah, it's a lot of gross stuff, kind of. Yeah. in the background. I hate it more. When did the world become so unbearable? So. Dot is like, what? what is going on? I'm going to eat this cupcake. I've been saving it. And um, the cupcake's talking to her and, you know, trying to tell her it's not the best idea, but she eats it because, you know, the cupcake doesn't want to be eaten. And she eats <laughs> it and then she she changes. She transforms. And um, she gets, like, sparkly, cute eyes. Um, she looks like uh, like a Sanrio character or something. Um Japanese animation kind of thing. And, uh, I mean, she is cute. This cupcake is the cutest thing I've ever seen. And I've been saving it for a moment like this. I just need some cuteness in my life right now. You don't mind, do you? Well, actually... She's like, you know, eating this cute cupcake has basically magnified my cuteness. So now I have like these mega cute powers. And, you know, she like shoots rainbows out of her eyes and, you know, starts transforming the water tower. And, and she looks at Yakko and Wacker and they're like, no, 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 no. And she zaps them too. And so they start looking cute and everything's shiny and sparkly and smiley and colorful. And then they just start changing, you know, everything. And um, she, she starts singing the song. It's really, it, it's a cute song. I mean, like, I don't know what else to say. It's cute. <laughs> if this trashy had a twinkle in its little trashy eyes, if the sewer rat had rosy cheeks, this bus became pint size. What if all the dogs were puppies and the puppies all were sad? What if cuttlefish were cuddly and we pedicured your dad?
the K-pop song they were? T- I don't think this is K-pop. I mean, I know in the. Uh, I mean, I I don't know. I it reminded me of some of the Sailor Moon songs. Yeah. And I've got some like pop rendition versions of some of the Sailor Moon songs. So I I don't know if it's more Japanese, like J-pop, I think. Right. Uh, I I don't know. I mean, I I don't know anything about K-pop. All I know is like Sailor Moon music. So K-pop is is popular and it's something I don't listen to. And And some, I think some of the groups have actually come mainstream here in the United States. Like, I, I think there was one on the radio the other day. So, what's the B? K-pop band. Hmm? What's the B? So, I don't know. Here's here's yes. here's the part of the show where you have old people talking about K-pop. What's that? What's what's that band with that starts with a B? I think. I think it's BTS, which is BTS. what I, was, I saw on the radio the other day. I was like, isn't that the K-pop band? Yes, so I, it's BTS. And if that's the case, then they're super. Yeah, very oh. popular. Um, I yeah, I, I don't know because the reason I ask is that I remember in the uh, it was the Ottawa International Film Festival thing with uh, uh, Wellesley Wild was talking about how they go to different people this season uh, uh, with for music, and they mentioned K-pop, and I was like, I wonder if this is the K K-pop thing that they were talking about that uh, they went to. Maybe. Anyway. Anyway, so so do that whole song, and a lot of stuff happens in that song. In fact, I think the song might be the majority of the the episode or the the segment. I think, right? Kelly? Yeah, the runtime. I think is probably mostly song. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and um, it gets to a point where it it's just too much. Um, I mean, you know, like I said, everything, even the the earth uh, is. Smiling and, and kind of dancing and everything's kind of moving and dancing in the background, um, which looks really cool. I love the way it looks and, and how everything kind of bounces and beat with the music. It's it's really neat. There's a one point where they're in a bubble and they're just kind of bouncing in the bubble and, and it's really cool. And um, but, but it gets to be too much. I think they, they say that they've done it for like a month or something. Um, 28 days later. I have sugar in my eyes Please make it stop, we can endure another cute reprise And um, they're, they're like, you know, we just can't do anymore What what can we do? And so they, they decide that if they do something gross Because we got to get back to the gross stuff um, Then maybe it'll reverse the, the cuteness And so there's a pigeon not a god pigeon. Um, no, <laughs> unfortunately. Although I guess fortunate that the god pigeon wasn't this sick because this this yeah. pigeon looks like it's about to die at any moment. And um, so they grab the pigeon and lick it and like even lick its eyeball. And I mean, yeah, that's it's gross. And um, it, it looks like they've they've turned back to normal, but then the camera pans out and. They they have their heads, you know, their heads are fine, but now their bodies are different components of the pigeon body. And it's like, well, you know, it's an improvement. Yeah. Close enough. Yeah. (laughs) Well, there we go. And yes, of course, the water tower threw up all over the world. Should mention that to to get everything. So much vomit in this show. Vomit's funny, Kelly. Jeez. Oh, boy. Well, uh, before we get to our, our references and our, our, our discussion and stuff, uh, I guess I might as well bring this up right now. They had a, one of our one of our listeners actually said they have a comment about this particular one. They had a, an issue with uh, the cutening. This is one of our listeners. This is Mario, who uh, is one of our YouTube listeners. I guess YouTube watchers. I don't. And and we have a we have a bunch of people that like listening to this show on YouTube. I don't understand it. But, you know, to me, I like walking around. Not, but there are people. Well, if you if you buy a subscription or something, you can listen to it. Maybe without they're all YouTube. Watching it. Yeah, maybe, yeah. YouTube. If you're already paying for 
then you might yeah. as well then listen to us on YouTube, I guess. But our full, I, I don't, hey, you know, people on YouTube, hi. Uh, but I don't get it. You know, <laughs> we, our, we, we like you. Thank we you. We like you very much. <laughs> listen wherever you can. But I, our, I, I don't even think our full library is up on YouTube either. So if you really want to get into every episode that we have, uh, check us out on a podcast player or not. Just, Listen, glad you're listening. But at any rate, Mario, Mario put a comment here on YouTube and he said, I had a comment. Uh, like, like you do read before you do the new, the next episode. Well, it's too late. We already started, but here he goes. Doing it during yeah. it. So it's during good. it. It still counts. Uh, he says in the first cartoon, the cutening, uh, dot makes everything cuter. And I just realized that how different, uh, this dot is compared to the original dot. Uh, he's basically saying, the original dot would not like everything to be cute because that would diminish her favorite thing about herself. Mm. And dot in the original was really, he, he says this, not me dot in the original was really self-centered and she always brought attention to herself and her cuteness. And that characteristic is what made her my favorite Warner sibling. She had the funniest dynamic with the two, uh, the other two Warners. She likes to inflate her ego and Yakko and Wacko like to bring her down to earth with comedy. Remember those cartoons? Like I'm cute and cutie and the beast. And this characteristic of hers was not always funny as she would, Often use it to manipulate people in not so funny ways, at least for me. Dot, way, but that was a funny way. No, I th- I thought it was funny, Mister in the cagey wagey. Yeah, the lollipop. <laughs> dot oh, in the re- does his dot. He finishes up by saying, "Dot in the reboot has lost her ego and her dynamic with the brothers, making her more of a leader and less a funny character." Dot and Wacko have uh, Dot and Wacko now have a similar dynamic with Yakko, as Yakko will try to explain something, but Wacko and Dot shut him down. The new dynamic with Yakko is really not as funny as the old dynamic uh, with Dot, since Yakko is not doing something egotistical like the old Dot. Um, so anyway, he's just a little upset that it's uh he wanted to express his, his what he said is his sadness that the dynamics changed a little bit, and I actually did think psychoanalysis. Oh, Oh, say that again, Kelly. I said that's interesting. The psychoanalysis. Yeah, I, I, I never, I totally went over my head uh, for this, but um, I could see his points. Um, and I actually was a little surprised that they actually did this episode, especially because they kind of, I kind of get the feeling that this was written when the lyrics were dot is cute and yakko yaks. You know, like they mm-hmm. hadn't changed it, perhaps, because dot is totally. Bringing cute. up, I'm cute, yeah. and I need things cute around me. And, and Yakko, Yakko even says, "I'm I'm the one that yaks or whatever." Like, exactly, referring to a, Dot being the one that's cute. So it's kind yeah. of like, okay, this episode must have been written before they decided to change the lyrics to Dot has wit, um, which is still kind of a scratch my head uh, moment. But I can understand, I, I guess, why they would do that. But it's kind of makes episodes like this a little <laughs> weird when you're kind of you're bringing up that. Uh, Dot likes cute things, and that's part of her character. Uh, but at any rate, um, references, let's talk about them. Uh, one of the things in the wiki that we were kind of talking about before we started recording was that uh, it says that this is a reference to M. Night Shyamalan's, what is the happening? Yeah, the title, the cute yeah. name. Might be? Like, what, what we, and but then Kelly, we're like, what else could it be? Yeah. Well, Kelly, what did you, I think Kelly's theory is... is is better though what's that just as valid at least yeah i mean i I thought it it might have more to do with like highlander like the quickening the quickening yeah trying to pull like words that sound similar i've never seen the highlander movie so i don't know i'm no expert yeah yeah you know if i were to think about a word that sounds like the cutening that that's probably what would have come to my mind before the happening yeah i i agree though i think the quickening is more even though this has there's not anything about there will there can be only one or anything like this in this in fact everything is cute so dot if anything dot should say there sh- there can be only one being her but if there because that would be more out, like dot yeah that would make more sense but they didn't so whatever um but that's i mean gosh is there anything else here i don't really think anything they, dr scratch and sniffs in it oh dr scratch and sniff does make his first appearance of the reboot and uh, he doesn't Almost say anything. Almost only. <laughs> yeah. Don't. Yeah, we have to enjoy him while we can, I suppose, even if it's for just a couple seconds in this one. Uh, there were different voices for the song at different points. I think Jess Harnell, I think, 
does wackos and i i can't really tell if it's rob or not there's a lot of auto tuning in this uh song but i can tell that tress i don't think is doing dots singing yeah i think that goes without saying miss hale missy hale missy hale does her voice not familiar with her but i think she also did it and reboot it ah probably Uh, so yeah yeah and they do mention here that the uh the transition saying 28 days later later is a reference to the movie 28 days later, which I, I suppose could be true. Um, maybe That's a zombie movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. So in a way, everything's become a kind of a zombie-ish kind of horrific kind of thing. Like Yakko has sugar coming out of his eyes, which was quite weird. But uh, let's talk about anything you liked about this uh, first segment. Let's start with you, Nathan. I like the song. I thought the song was a lot of fun. It's a very catchy song. Um, uh, and I thought the animation was cute of everyone that looked like it. Um, I mean, I don't know if it necessarily is like an Animaniacs cartoon <laughs> necessarily. Kind of felt like <laughs> but, Teen Titans Go, didn't it? Yeah, like at times I'm like, it's not necessarily like, but, you know, I, I don't want to put limits on the Animaniacs, the Warners, you know, so... Uh, it's it's definitely slightly outside of their zone, but um, it was still a lot of fun to watch, and I I enjoyed this. It's probably my favorite song of the um whole season. I think. Oh wow, maybe Same. the song is very earwormy for me. Which yeah, I don't fun. think. Which to me, I thought at first I heard it, it was kind of fun, but now I don't like it because it's just been I've just heard in my ears all day. What if, what if, what if, just every day. Like, uh, no, no more. It's no. cute, though. Um, I, not so I, cute. It's like 28 days later, I'll still have this song in my head. I'll be like Yakko. <laughs> I'll be not having fun. And licking. Uh, oh, yeah. So that's the worst part. Yeah, it was um, really gross. That's what I didn't like. I mean, this yeah. episode, I mean, this whole season has a lot of gross stuff. And this one really, I think this whole, this honestly, we'll talk obviously as we go along. But really, this whole episode has a lot of just just grotesque stuff and uh, it really kind of turns me off of a lot of stuff of this uh, whole season mm-hmm. but especially this one that that pigeon it's like and it's just a pussy it, eyeball and a it could have been a good feather i hope not because again well that, i mean like they oh, okay. i feel like they're saying that it could i'm have saying been. they could have done like squit and then made it less gross and been like yeah, I still don't think you should be licking Squid, but maybe like <laughs> petting him or something. I don't know. Yeah, the, it's that pussy eyeball. It's just you know what this it. It's like um, it's just this uh, this. Some people I'm sure very much enjoy the gross out stuff. It's not me. Um, but what about you, Kelly? What did you? I mean, you say you like the song. Is there anything else? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> any other particular moments in that song or anything else about the this first segment that you liked? Um, well, I think I, I kind of addressed it all when I was doing the yeah. Summary. Um, but I yeah, really, it it was it was really good up until all the, the vomit and and everything, and I just felt like and, and then of course the bird they just kind of went overboard with all that. And I, yeah, I'm like you, it it really turned me off because I was like, oh, this is going really great, and it's cute, and it's wonderful and fun, and it was like, ugh, gross. Yeah, it was just too it was just too gross for me. It just. It starts off just, I mean, I don't want to see Yakko like snot coming out of his nose and apparently he needs to shave now. Like Yakko is totally hit puberty and he has a five o'clock shadow and he's, <laughs> it's just different things about it that, um, I don't know, just gross. Just everything's gross and not, I'm sure kids, I'm sure there are kids that like this stuff. Uh, which, which that's the audience. I think definitely they were targeting for this specific segment a lot. Um, but no, <laughs> I did not. I did not like it. Even the song couldn't save this segment for me as cute as that song is. Um, <laughs> it was, it did not like it. Uh, well, anyway, let's go ahead and move on to the next segment right here, which is close encounters of the worst kind. <laughs> And Close Encounters of the Worst Kind was written by Greg White and Jess Latcher and Andrew Barbeau. And it was directed once again by Brett Varon. And Nathan, why don't you tell us what happens here in Close Encounters of the Worst Kind? All right. Well, Brain has a new way to take over the world, which is to have uh, someone else do it, uh, namely some aliens. Uh, So he sends out a video 
out into the cosmos telling uh, aliens how easy it would be to invade Earth and that he would be the perfect person to take over the Earth once they have finished conquering it. Uh, he could rule in their their stead once they if or I don't know what his theory was there, but <laughs> he sends this video out and uh, he realizes that Pinky taped over the end of the uh, his message with a, a song. I want to dance, dance, dance until my limbs fall off. Uh, but the song goes out into space. And when you know it, some aliens hear this uh, tape and brains excited because, hey, we got some alien invaders that are going to come over and take over the Earth. Hi there. My name is... But you can call me Gabriella. You must be Brain. I am the Brain, and this is my underling, Pinky. Zort. Oh, look at you. You've learned the basic salutations of our native tongue. That's so sweet. It's actually pronounced... <laughs> you really want to roll all your tongues. Zorgroblur. Enough. And he's like, what do you want to do first? I'm like, let's go to the mall. And like, all right, yes, we'll get you dressed up like humans. And what should we do now? Like, let's go to the food court. And they start eating, you know, uh, American food. And he's like, I don't know why they don't want to take over the world. This is he doesn't say this, but, you know, this is probably what he's <laughs> well, thinking. He, he's thinking he's thinking he's trying to justify every move they make is, oh, yes, of course, you need yes, this is sustenance. This is a good this. idea. Yes. What a great idea. Ah, yes. Researching the most economical means by which to nourish their enslaved human workforce. They're really quite brilliant, aren't they? Let's go do karaoke. And he keeps, keeps, keeps trying to figure out, like, what? how is this supposed to help take over the world? But, you know, he's giving them the benefit of the doubt. Uh, they end up doing again I want to dance dance to tell my limbs fall off song with Pinky so they have a little fun I want to dance I want to dance I want to dance 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 until my limbs fall off I want to dance I want to dance I want to dance 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 until my limbs fall Uh, Brain has an idea of using their spaceship fuel to take over the world. And then that's when they tell him, actually, we just want to sing. We're, we came here because we want to be on like dance uh, competition shows or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Brain decides to take matters in his own hands. So he goes to the ship and he tries to take over the world using their spaceship. But it crashes and scientists... They grab Pinky in the brain and take him and they start studying him in the lab. Like, wow, these aliens are have the exact DNA composition of Earth mice. This is crazy. And meanwhile, on TV, we see the aliens, uh, Gabriella, and I don't know if the other alien had a name or not. Uh, they're singing on TV and uh, no one notices that they're aliens, even though whenever a microphone falls down, they do a weird screeching noise. But. Yeah. The end, <laughs> right? I think Great. that's it. <laughs> well, they have a foam party, I guess. Foam party! Yeah, the trailers. Turn that off, Pinky. We have to prepare for tomorrow night. Why? What are we going to do tomorrow night, Brain? The same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the... Yeah, from the trailer, we get to finally see the what's what's going on with that. So there you go. Uh, yeah, you know, there's obviously the title is referencing uh, one of Spielberg's greatest films, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Which, <laughs> yes. And, uh, you know, I remember seeing that movie as a kid. Very scary mo- movie for me, at least. You haven't seen it as an adult? I haven't seen it lately. Um, I, I've, I think I saw it 10 years ago maybe 15 i know and they just had like a, a blu-ray like or 4k transfer or something i heard it was really good they had it back in theaters a couple of years ago too yes. so i went out on the big screen for the first time and did they have did they hand out mashed potatoes to people as you're walking in <laughs> no that would have that would have been great though because that's one of my favorite scenes this, <laughs> this means something so good. Uh, well, anyway, uh, yeah, they should have had mashed potatoes in this segment to tie it oh, in. There are, there are a lot of missed opportunities. Oh, yeah, they could have been at the food court eating mashed, and this means something. <laughs> 
Uh, well, the, the, the aliens, I will say, I, I did like how they went for totally d- new designs for aliens. Usually we think of, I mean, I think Steven Spielberg's put a lot of, uh, people's, you know, the, I think a lot of, uh, quote unquote alien object, abductions of descriptions of the aliens can be, uh, filtered down to probably Steven Spielberg putting out close encounters of the third kind because he put out those typical gray, aliens that we know so well now these days and uh some people some psychologists i know have theorized that uh a lot of the you know when you have sleep paralysis or things like that and you think you're uh being abducted by aliens but in fact you may not be uh, they describe those those similar aliens so those those aliens have been the design of those have been kind of put into our brains as a culture for some time now so they did totally new designs they just kind of float they don't even so I I, I kind of like that. I liked how they yeah. were different um, than I've seen really any aliens on cartoons or movies before. Uh, I guess the main thing to, to mention, this is the one that there was, uh, we'll call it an adult party line, <laughs> uh, was initially the on this episode um, for when Brain says to the aliens to call this number, which I think it's very funny that Brain is trying to get the aliens to call a 1-800 number. Or I think even mail something by postage, just by the normal mail yeah. to get in contact with them. It's like, brain, I don't, <laughs> I don't think that's it, the way it works. The video is pretty funny how uh, much it is like a public access like video, very yeah. much in that same. Yeah, even in that that last blue frame, it's like blue mm-hmm. with a white or yellow lettering. I forget which, but it looks very cheap, very, you know, 1980s or 90s, you know, <laughs> call now. You know, Time Life <laughs> uh, CD collection or something. It looks yeah. very much like that. Um, but anyway, the number that was initially put on there went to uh, went to a, a, a number that you would not want kids to call. So they had to pull the episode and put a new number up. So there you go. But it happened pretty quickly. I think it was in, within, I think, 24 hours they fixed it, which that, that was nice of them yeah, to they, do that. Pulled it and fixed it within about 24 hours. It was, yeah, yeah. But uh, let's go ahead and talk about any of the things that you thought were uh, funny or whatever. Uh, Nathan, let's start with you. Uh, did you recognize Gabriella's voice? I didn't, but I looked at the credits afterwards and I was like, oh my gosh, it's so cool. Who does Gabriella's voice, Nathan? It's Lauren Lapkus. She also did the cupcake. That's right. And if you guys, if folks out there don't know who Lauren Lapkus is, you, you, we, she's one of the funniest people I think alive. Yeah, she's um, very funny. She's been on Nathan and I's one of our favorite podcasts, uh, Comedy Bang Bang. Yeah, she's she, a regular on there. She's, she's a she has freedom own podcast. Freedom's very funny in, and she's a she's a movie star. She's in uh, Jurassic World, and and she was in the uh, the wrong Missy on Netflix and, and Oranges, the New Black, season one. <laughs> Oranges. Uh, the new black. <laughs> um, I just saw her in uh, Happiest Season. She was in that movie, even. Yeah, so she's in a lot of, and she was in what uh, Holmes and Watson. She's been in a lot of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, comedies and stuff. Usually, as the you know people, you know, side characters. But she really is just a hilarious um, actress, and uh, really encourage voice, people. To, yeah, yeah. Well, her voice in this is very. She's very good at doing like just crazy voices that. Mm-hmm. Um, this is her just very toned down normal voice. It doesn't even necessarily even sound like her. I don't think. Yeah. I was like, I was like, this voice sounds familiar. Like I know, I know this voice from something, but like, so I had to look it up and then I was like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So that was cool to see her uh, listed on there. Uh, Kelly get her on the show. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> Actually, if you listen to uh, her podcast, there's one or two times her uh, Lauren, the Lauren what was her, with special guest Lauren Lapkus, that's what it's called. And uh, I think I don't even think you people can listen to the old episodes. I think they're all on Stitcher Premium now. So if you're a Stitcher Premium uh, subscriber, I am. <laughs> you could listen to old episodes. The Animaniacast Twitter asked her a couple questions, and I think they got at least one or two of them got read on her podcast. So nice, we're connected to Lauren Lapkus. <laughs> we'll get her on the show. <laughs> yeah, it should be no problem. Uh, but Kelly, uh, what are some things you liked in the pinky in the brain segment? Um, I thought it was funny when they wanted to go to the mall. It reminded me of Robin Sparkles from How I Met Your Mother. 
I thought of the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, and, and how quintessentially American that is, or at least used to be, you know, malls are sort of uh, out of fad now, but that was like the thing to do. And they, they made a big thing about it in Stranger Things. And, you know, the mall was the place. Yeah, the mall was very pop. This this mall is not struggling at all in this Pinky the Brain episode. There's a lot of things going on at it. Um, so good good for them. Good for this cartoon mall. <laughs> not as big as that one in uh, Tiny Toon Adventures with Plucky in the elevator. I was just thinking about that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that one was huge. <laughs> so anyway, um, but yeah, there was some good stuff in here. I mean, there was uh, I like Pinky in the beer class, which was... Uh, I think he got a little bit drunk. He looked a little bit drunk when we were leaving. <laughs> um, and I guess my favorite line would probably be when um, – what's the alien's name again? Gabriella. Gabriella, when Gabriella asks him, she goes, well, all this great stuff. You came here because of my message. No, we came here because of that jamming tune you played us. <laughs> I told you, hit of the summer. Brain, we should have been honest. We're more interested in exploring than pillaging. Do you really want to destroy all this wonder and beauty? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, just because it really is. Again, they kind of like this episode again is showing a lot of gross stuff. Uh, not as much as the first part, but still, I don't like the human designs in this reboot at all. I, from the moment I saw the first one, I was like, these humans look disgusting. And, um, there's a lot of weird looking humans in this cartoon. Um, so yeah, I would want to destroy this, uh, at least if I was the brain, I'd want to at least destroy the re the reboot designs of the, uh, humans. <laughs> so I'm with him on that. Uh, let's see, Kelly, Nathan, anything else you wanted to mention uh, that you liked in this, uh, pinky, the brain segment? Uh, flamingo legs backward. Wait, I forget what was oh, yeah. sign. <laughs> what restroom would he use? Yeah, there you go. It's a good question. It is a good question. Are you pondering what I'm pondering? I think so, brain. But if my knees bent backwards like an ostrich, which restroom would I use? Uh, well, I guess let's go ahead and finish it all up then with a little segment here called Equal Time. <laughs> the Animaniacs 2020 election special. I'm Yakko Warner, and I'm reading off a teleprompter. And now I'm looking into a different camera. Let's go live to election correspondent Dot Warner, who is at the polls in Iowa. That's right, Yakko. Here I am in Iowa, the state we pretend to care about for one January every four years. I'm cold and lonely, just like everyone else in Iowa. Equal Time was written by Jess Latcher and Andrew Barbeau and Wellesley Wilde, and it was directed by Brett Varon. And if there was ever a segment that made you say, yeah, I think they plan to get this out before November 20th, it's this one. <laughs> uh, this is talking about the 2020 election. You know, the thing that already passed by the time <laughs> the show premiered. Um, and they're going over all the different third party candidates, um, the ones that you've never heard of. So, um, they get into, there's like a, what the, what are the, they, they don't list them here They're, in the notes. Here, it's like the pool party the pool and party. the surprise party. It's, it's supposed yeah. to be like parties that it's yeah. a, puns on the word party. Yeah. It was, I think it was just surprise and pool party. Was yeah. there another one? It felt like there was more, but I guess it was a drone. What was the drone party? I don't know what that was. The, the, the Russian party, the Russians, like I did. Yeah. More Russian the American humor. party. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. They show uh, Johnny Thanksgiving, right? The candidate being Johnny Thanksgiving, who is a robot, who's actually, uh, it, yeah. Anyway. Oh, you give me fright as I'm set about my customary American chores. Hello, I am Adams Johnson, good neighbor, nice husband, born in South Virginia. Anyway, I am vote for Johnny Thanksgiving. Johnny Thanksgiving is not drone. He's man who gives utmost leadership ability to party. So, yeah, I already mentioned in the last one that I don't like the human designs. And so why not have an episode or at least a segment that just focuses mainly on the humans? Um, you can kind of get what I thought about this segment. I didn't like it. I, I, it, they're, yeah, they, they kind of get into this. Uh, Yakko and Wacko have some little commentary between 
the third party candidates. And at one point, Wacko sings a little bit of uh, Wacko's America. Now over to Wacko with the electoral map. How's it shaping up, Wacko? Oh, so boring. Hey, I could sing my song to spice things up. Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Indianapolis, Indiana, and Columbus is the capital of Ohio. Oh, it's all the same. And then kind of does this, you know, semi-amusing thing of eating all the states and saying he's a monster, uh, which, you know, was nice. I ate all the states. I'm a monster. Are you now, that's the kind of biting analysis people tune into Animaniacs for, folks. Tucker Carl- Carlson, or at least a caricature of him, is shown for the second time this episode. So it's it's kind of messy and not that funny to me. Um, but what did you guys think? I don't care about how I thought. What did you think? Uh, Kelly, let's start with you. I, I didn't find it particularly funny myself. I mean, I, I did like that he was starting to sing the state song and I, I knew before he even you know got very far that he was probably going to be cut off in the middle of it yeah that's um, what they do on this show they don't he wouldn't, let... wouldn't give us that no and um i bet i mean I, I thought the the johnny thanksgiving was kind of funny you know, i really don't like that woman's um design that russian woman with the teeth and oh no i didn't like the designs but i, I thought it was funny and and drone pretending to be wacko um wearing his hat yeah so, um yeah but i mean you know I, I just i didn't laugh or anything nathan what did you laugh were you rolling on the um, floor or what, what was i think i think i liked the surprise some of the things the surprise party yelled i thought was yeah. kind of funny yeah just the i was like oh yeah people do yell that i think I'll, i can't <laughs> all cats are female or something yeah there's something i was like that's something. silly yeah um i mean i i probably smirked at some of it i don't know if i laughed but i that yeah. was interesting he yelled at the grandma and gave her a heart attack and the guy who yelled and said hey that's my grandma ends up becoming his finance financial manager or something <laughs> surprise at the end of it. it's a surprise party you never Everything, know you never said man it's a twist ending um, but yeah, it wasn't, but I didn't laugh. I mean, I didn't, I honestly, it was just like, okay. What about the end when he's like more human than the last guy who was president? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Yeah. This was just kind of, um, and I, uh, so ironic that they're talking about Russia rigging the election when we all know it was Hugo Chavez. So <laughs> So, boy, oh, boy, did they predict that wrong, huh? Darn Hugo Chavez, you're always messing things up for us. Uh, ha, ha, ha. Anyway, <laughs> let's go ahead and get to our Water Tower rating. Well, what do you guys think out of five water towers? How many would you give this episode of the Animaniacs reboot? Um, Kelly, let's start with you. Hmm. Oh, I think I will give it. I think I'll give it a three. I I really liked the cutening. Like I said, right up until the very end. Um, And, you know, I, I didn't really like the pinky and the brain went all that much. It was maybe even my least favorite so far of pinky and the brain. Um, but and that one's kind of been the strongest of, of the two. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. For the most part. So I was surprised. Um, but yeah, I, I think the, the first segment really, really shown the brightest uh, in this episode. And then, like we said, the election, eh, I mean, that was just a short little bit anyways. So, um, so yeah, three, but it's mostly for the cutening. Okay. And Nathan, what about you? Yeah, I think the Warner's segment was the strongest segment in this one for sure. Um, which is so and- weird. It's so funny that we're like, you know what? It was better than Pinky the Brain, which is usually, you know, like it's so hard to, to it's it's weird to say that, like just thinking of like the original series or they would at least be on par with each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like before now we're in the reboot where the Pinky the Brain segments st- usually stand far above the yeah. Warner segments Um, to say that the Warner's is a stronger one. It's like, oh, that is interesting. This is so weird. What is what a strange <laughs> <laughs> um but still um yeah i'm 
I'm going to go with two and a half um, for a lot of the same reasons. Um, I did like that Lauren Lapkus was uh, the alien, but I, if, I mean, I can't just give her points just for being, for existing. <laughs> so, uh, and like, I, yeah, I was between three and two and a half. So I'll just go with two and a half. And, well, and I'll, I'll keep the, I'll keep going downhill. I'll give it a two. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I remember seeing, seeing this episode originally was in our media release and I was like, oh, okay. Um, I, I, I don't know. I just kind of got bored with it. The second I had to watch this, you know, I watched it two, two or three more times for this review. And mm-hmm. I just was like, uh, it's just boring. Like, I just am not laughing. And as much as like we said, like Lauren Lapkus is so great. And I remember I was just thinking, oh man, she must've been so happy when she got the call that I'm going to be on the new Animaniacs. And then she got to be in a really subpar, uh, one. Yeah. So I kind of felt sorry for that, but yeah, just the song was nice, but it got really old. Like for me, at least, I don't like it as much as I did the first time listening to it. And I'll be singing it in my head uh, for the next 28 days or so. So um, <laughs> we'll see what happens. But yeah, it's, it's a strong two for me. Well, let's go ahead and get to our contact information. Nathan, where can people get in contact with you online? Oh, Joey, I'm on Twitter. Uh, DjangoFT, that's me. All right, and Kelly, what about you? I'm also on Twitter, Yoda Princess, Y-O-D-A-P-R-N-C-S-S, or email me, Kelly at BigShinyRobot.com. All right, and as for the Animaniacast, we are on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, and of course, you can uh, reach us over on our Discord uh, channel as well. If you can get a welcome link by going to discord.animaniacast.com, that way you can uh, talk to not only us, but to other RetroZap writers and podcasters as well, talking about anything pop culture. It's a great place to go for positive conversations, which is, of course, very hard to find these days online. (laughs) So head on over if you are interested. Love to see you there. All right, that'll do it for today's episode. So for Nathan and Kelly, this is Joey saying good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. This podcast is not endorsed by Warner Brothers or Amblin Entertainment and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Animaniacs, Tiny Toon Adventures, Freakazoid, the Warner Brothers logo, all names, pictures, and sounds are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of the Animaniacast unless otherwise indicated. I'll try anything once.